Welcome to Nana Tings. Hey guys, it's Antonio from Nana Tings today, and I have a very special guest. His name is Jacob James,、um, one of my best friends and my neighbor. And we are here to talk all things from gay Twitter to Peter Pan syndrome. If you don't know what that is, stay tuned. <laughs>、um, dating, app stories, traveling together, being best friends, being neighbors, and our favorite things to do in our pastime slasher films. Also, how I got into being a wrestling fan.、Uh, so stay tuned for more and enjoy the ride. And here he is, Jacob James. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Tony? Yeah,、um, I'm so I'm excited. So excited I'm honored that you're having me on your podcast.、Uh, of course, I'm so excited.、Um, I'm a little nervous. Don't be. I mean,、okay. it's just us in a room right now. I know. Champagne. With champagne. Speaking about that, let's pop this up. Let's、uh, pop it open. Pop it open. I said, we love our、up. bubbles. Pop it up, bitch. I'm bougie. I like、oh、my, my bubbles. <laughs> I'm always scared of opening it. Is it gonna like explode? Yeah, I know. <gasps> <laughs> that was perfect.、Oh、that was actually really good. He popped that beautifully. Oh my god, that was so crazy. We're about to get tipsy and spill some tea, guys. This is just a little very, bit of tea. Just a top bit. Just a little bit. All right. So as I pour, let's go into how we met. So, okay. Do you want to take it away, Jacob, and tell the story of how、um, us lovely creatures got along? Yeah, so Tony and I have been neighbors for probably how long now? Five, four years. Four years, yeah. Four years, probably going on five. And yeah, I'm not gonna lie. When I first would see Tony, you know, I thought he was just one of those basic, you know, bitches.、Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh, he's so pretty, but yet so gorgeous. Do I want to get to know him? Like I was rude to him. Like I think I、yeah. slammed the door on your face you before. Did. I、yeah. was like looking behind you to do laundry, I think, and like slam the door. And then I also held the door open for you, and you like waited for me to close it in order to go in. <laughs> I would give you such like smug looks too. Yeah. Yeah, it was not cute. But then、yeah. you were like good friends with my friend, and、yeah. you know the situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I started hanging out with her a lot. With Maya. Through her, I started hanging out with you. Yeah. For American Horror Story night. Yes. Oh my、and、god. Yes. I would casually sit out there with them, and you know we would sit in Kiki after the episode, and I just、yeah. got to know him, and yeah. And here we、Things、are, history、blossom. guys.、Yeah. Um, well, cheers to cheers that. Cheers to that.、Oh, I love that we're drinking this. I know. Me this too. Is、so、this、good. is perfect timing. This is very awesome. Very、yeah. excited.、Mm. So talking about.、Um, Cliche of gays, and about that, let's get into、yes. one that you and I are very just sick of seeing: Twitter gays. Yes.、Um, yes. And let me just put a disclaimer out there: we're not out here attacking every single gay on Twitter. No,、we're, not at all. We're both artists, so we yeah, understand. We get、brain. it. We understand having a community and needing a community, especially during times of COVID. But I, we just want to like shoot the shit, like. What are some of these guys that like are doing these for clout? Like whether they're a plant daddy or or they're、uh, oh、putting gosh, up their plant daddy. Not even their nudes. They're putting up like thigh photos of a little bit of like dick imprint. But then they're tweeting, being like, "I want to see more like smiles、yeah. and telling." Although they're like,、TV. "I have an alternative page, but I won't tell you like what." Just, what is this ideology? Is this?、Yeah. I hate it. There was this one guy. So like, obviously we won't mention names, but there was this one guy on Twitter that literally tweeted last week that was like. Um, I need to start seeing like real things on my timeline, like real guys, like real emotions, talent. But then went on a whole like nude spree on Twitter, and I was like, 
I'm all about sex positive and, and your body image, but I'm like, yeah. you're literally a hypocrite. You literally just shame so many people that are in your Thomas and you're gonna follow them. But then I just went on your on your feed and it's nothing but like cloud nude. pictures. Yes, it's like just don't be a hypocrite. Just own it. That's we're it. All, if you're gonna be nude, have fun. We're all guilty of that. It's okay. Like we can all take a picture of ourselves in a speedo. Yes, I definitely have a, a shirtless on selfie. <laughs> yeah, but it's like don't be like oh I don't do that. Exactly. Just say you do it because you do do it. You know, we'll go on Instagram, we'll go on Twitter. You'll be like, oh, I'm so artsy. Like, I don't go into, like, Fire Island. I don't go to Provincetown. But then, you know, you're there. And you're in your speed. Oh, just be honest, because we're all guilty. We're all, it's just, yes. it's, just own it. I want people to own it. Own it. Like Lisa Brenna says, <laughs> own it. I want people to own their shit. And people don't own their shit. That's what just own and it. And it really if pisses me off. If you're going to have fun or going to do something, that is fine. No one is judging you. Yeah, no you're, one is. It's psychology. You are self-judging yourself. That's why, therefore, you are tweeting and telling friends that you are against this culture and you don't want to do it, yet you're still doing it and hiding it mm -hmm. because you don't want to be a hypocrite. Yeah. Just own it. You're fucking doing it. Have fun. Just do it. Stop judging. Yeah. You're like, judging yeah, yourself it's and okay. you pathetic. Yeah. It's like the whole with like wearing a mask right now. You know, don't say wear a mask when you're not wearing a mask. Thank you. It's just, it's, we all know we have to wear a mask. We're still in a pandemic. Just people need to own it. Let's not be hypocrites. Because exactly. we're all guilty of it. Who cares? Speaking about that, uh, a little bit with uh, Twitter, you told me a word and it's called, uh, well, I, uh, what's the right word I'm looking for? Uh, not a word, uh, a saying. Yes. Peter Pan the syndrome. Peter Pan syndrome. It's real. It exists. Can we tell these listeners what it is and all that? The Peter Pan syndrome is basically when a guy <laughs> doesn't want to grow up. So okay. they kind of have, how can I put it to say? They, you know, do I want to say the whole like horse meat disco? Do I want to say that like they want to go? Because you were telling me, like, telling me that earlier before we were talking about this, how that's their culture. They don't want to have anything more of like an emotional Yes, Peter Pan conversation. are ones that just want to be in this festive of living 24-7. Living 24-7, spending, being reckless with money, not, you know, kind of settling down, I guess, not wanting to get in a relationship. Right. It's basically everything that's kind of like, there's no, you can't get to know them, I guess. It's hard, it's, it, yeah. It's a mixture of like avoidant personality. Avoidant, yes. And, and not wanting to grow up yeah. and be like, you know, if you're like 28, 29, I get it, you know, not all of us want to settle down, but at the same time, like, we have to realize we're, we can't do what we did when we were, you know, when we first came out. I mean, we can, but we can't live in that same mindset. I fully we agree We have with to you. grow up in a very mature, like, yeah. mature kind of yeah. way. And I think a lot of gays here in New York City, and I know oh, it's probably everywhere, and it's not even gays, it's straight men. Yeah, yeah, a lot of straight guys have the same, same suffer situation. suffer from this, yes. where they are just very reckless. They don't know what they want. And it gets to a point where it's like, you can't go and be smoking weed all the time. You can't go and be like, oh, I'm gonna get fucked up. I'm gonna go get blacked out drunk. I'm not saying you can't do that. You can, but you can't do it all the time. You can't do There's it. There's a way yes. to do it. I would say, I agree. I, I believe in partying and having fun and living your best life. But I think it's um, when it becomes your life and then it, when you start avoiding relationships, it takes over people, uh, even your finances, and mm -hmm. it starts becoming a problem. Yeah. And then you become this Peter Pan world where it's like, you're in this ideology of like every day is a party, but then like you're sort of fucking yourself over with like relationships with your parents or siblings or trying to have a boyfriend or, or girlfriend or friends. I personally have lost friends due to them 
wanting to party Monday through Sunday. It's never having a day off. Like never. Like I've had friends go from like doing two nights a weekend with me, you know, like a normal like person does on a weekend if you're off and you're into partying, to like even on their days off just getting high. And I'm not even talking about just on weed, just like several drugs on a Wednesday just to do it. And it's like for me, it's like I'm. I'm I, I I could go to Peter Pan more for two days. That's fine. I'll, yeah. go, to, I'll go to what is it? Never we can, Everland. All, we can all we'll do Peter Never, Pan. Is it Never Everland? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Neverland. Yeah. yeah, I'll go we to Neverland for it. two nights, Friday and Saturday. I want to go to Neverland. Right. I love Peter Pan. It's one of my favorite movies. But you don't see me on a Monday when I'm trying to get my coin and bag and my brand being in Neverland. Yeah, there is a point. There's a time and a place for it. Yeah. But I think a lot of men, and I feel like I've noticed it a lot lately in like gay culture. It's it's very prominent in gay culture, especially in Twitter days. Yeah. yeah, it's like we need to grow up. It's I just, agree, it's, and I don't like the clout. I don't like the clout I too. Like, I hate it. I can't stand it. Yeah, I feel like the whole clout thing is like because I've also met some of these guys that have a really big personality online, and then you meet them in person. <gasps> I and they're they're so, no personality. There are so many like Instagrammers who are like these huge like in their Instagram, they're influencers. You'll see them out. And then they're just so like not with it, and I'm like, you know, you're all over they're on social so media, lost, and then so you meet lost. them in person, yeah. and it's like, oh my gosh, like, I don't get me wrong, I can be a shy person, but I'm like, I have more personality than this person. Does. Well, that's the thing, I believe, and I don't that... really have that big of a social media like exactly. presence, which is fine. I don't, it's whatever. It's I don't not your care. End goal, yeah. It's not my end goal, but it's like these influencers you'll see, and they have no personality. It's nope. a completely de- fake. I don't want to say fake. But it's compl- it's not a real world, I guess. You know, it's not. It's two so, separate worlds. Social media, it's, two, yeah. it's like a double personality almost. Yeah, social media, social media is definitely um, its own universe. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there's I, a lot of clout on it. There's a lot. That's the thing about Instagram for me too. I I'm not gonna say I'm perfect. Where there were years on it when I'm trying to be a successful model and actor and dancer, where I would put certain hashtags up or or like a hundred photos of ninety people I follow just to get likes back. Yeah. And I was putting this like fake front up, but the way I post now is like very me. It's like if I'm in a country, I'm in that country that day of. Or if I'm having fun, I'm having fun. But also if, if I'm moody, I won't post or I'll post my poetry and art. I believe that you need, for me, it's like social media. Like I guess it gives social anxiety and introverts more of a platform. But when they start making it all about them, 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 making money for it, but then in person, they're opposite of the brand, it's very confusing. And it it's confusing. Because I would meet people when I used to work in PR and when I used to throw events back then for the dating app that I worked mm-hmm. for. Um, I would meet these influencers that come to my parties and there'd be no talk. Like, yeah. such uh, superficial conversations or, or nothing going on, granted, like, huge fun. Also, some people buy their shit. Mm-hmm. That's what's crazy, too. Um, there are guys with, like, 30K followers, but their lights are 200 a photo. Yeah. And if you do the math, like, the ratio of that, that's, that's bought. And then they use a lot of hashtags, too, which is totally fine. Everyone yeah, hashtags, hashtags fine. Yeah. I use them. But, but a lot of it is... Uh, a lot of the things that we see right now is, is cloud-based. It's cloud. It really is. Um, and I feel like we're better than that as a community, agreed. as a whole. I, that's, I think, the reason for the, you know? this podcast is, like, for you gays that are not cloud chasers, kudos to you. B, for the gays that are, change it up a little bit. Maybe show a little bit more personality. Yeah. Maybe show more, I don't know, more you. Everyone is beautiful and individual. Like, exactly. We're so set on just, like, certain ways to wrong. sell ourselves in the gay community. I love seeing, you know, a cute Speedo moment. I love that. Like, well, yeah, show sex, it off. I love. You know, that's hot. But sometimes show a little bit more. You know, I want to get that's to know you. For me, it gets dull when it's just sex 24-7. All the time. And like, like, or the same, it's like we get it, you have abs and a V-cut. 
and the photos literally just a different speedo. It's like they're in the mirror. I hate it. They're doing that little one arm up pose, you know? That yeah, selfie. In I the can't, that like sexy smiles, which I can't do. I wish I could uh, smile. I'm like, at least every three photos be dressed or do yeah. something or like, I don't know, or, or be undressed reading a book or be oh, undressed eating yes. like good food. Like, if you're gonna be a speedo, like, have a champagne in your hand. Exactly. Like, or like, do like a Tito, a soda, you know, <laughs> anything. God. Or what I love the most is the captions. There's so <laughs> many gay captions that I'm obsessed. And I'm like, I want to, I'm like, I can't even think of a clever caption. Like, I'll take a selfie on my Instagram and be like, what do I say? I'm like daydreaming. But then I'll see like, you know, someone in Fire Island being like, I don't even know, like on the beach. Just some yeah, like. It's like, this is how I got tugged away. And I'm <laughs> this like. This is how I got tugged away. Wait, I like need to look because there's some gay captions that are so really good. Mine are so basic. Like, mine that are like a tiger emoji. I'm obsessed. A squirt. <laughs> I'm like, like no? I like, I know. I have to read some of these because some of them are just so funny. There well, are they're good like, ones out there. they're like grateful for a new space. And it's a picture of them <laughs> with like, they're like <laughs> naked. <laughs> in a new space like they're just naked on like a bed i'm grateful i just moved into a new apartment okay i get it you're in a new space but See, what does it have to I, do with you being naked it's like, I don't understand or like days. like with the black lives matter movement it's a great movement i'm so glad that we this is happening oh because it needs to be photos, yes oh. don't send a post a picture of yourself in a fucking speedo i'm sorry i swore and then make a caption uh, like Black Lives Matter. The worst is when Don't one guy it. got dragged. He put his whole picture online, um, and he was like saying, he was like doing all these like fuck me posts. Yeah. But then one of them was like Black Lives Matter, and then it was just this whole. I mean, Twitter gauge dragged him, which was nice. Like they stuck up being like. We're sex positive, but if there's one thing you should pause during this movement, is just don't put your whole or penis pictures. No, exactly. You don't put a picture of yourself in a speedo on a beach saying "Black Lives Matter" because it's not. Or some gays that are not even knowledgeable. I saw some gays go "All Lives Matter" and they're naked or in a speedo, and I was like, "Do you do you even know what you're saying? You know what you're saying right now? Like, like what? Like, excuse me. Like, you're." so obsessed with being validated through social media and wanting to be liked so much that you're not even you're not even being knowledgeable of the situation you're that's not happening. Aware of the cause. And when you want to be, you're using the wrong hashtag and a wrong cause. Like, all lives matter, honey, that's not, like, no. All lives matter when Black Lives Matter. That duh, like, yeah. when? But you want to use your whole as that or speed it? Like, honey, whatever you're doing, shut it down. Shut it down. Like, like stop. Like, shut up. <laughs> literally, just like, shut the fuck shut the fuck uh, out <laughs> and quick side note there was a squirrel today at the park we were at oh my gosh and I, had I was nervous I had granola and yogurt on me and I forgot that they like like nuts so this little squirrel comes over and keeps staring at us and starts climbing near us and we were just having a war with staring at the squirrel and we were just like I was like Jacob what do we do like literally Jacob and I need to be on the simple life like we need to we do. are Paris and Nicole like it's we're annoying when we no we are go out. When, especially if we get drunk we have a little bit too much to drink do we're you like, like it? do you love it do you love it <laughs> loves it you love every second of it yes Jacob I think he agrees that he loves it I love it all the time he loves it all the time he loves it <laughs> he loves it all sexy. the time sexy <laughs> pick it up you sexy bitch I want a five of those you dirty over there. Slut, you little whore <laughs> and people oh. know we're just kidding like I don't mind I go for no one's like no people understand her people get it it's yeah. very it's very playful yeah, we like we like fun and flirty. Yeah. Thirty. What? Thirteen. Sometimes I want like 30. playing dumb, but I'm not dumb. 
No, I'm you're a smart bitch. Yeah, what do I say to people all the time? I got like a 30, oh, <laughs> 32 on my ACT. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like 36. Yeah, yeah, it's like you, high. You say that all the time. Yeah, I know. Um, I got a 780 on my SAT. <laughs> it's okay, whatever. Here we are. Here we are. Um, okay. Unemployed. Oh my god, COVID. Speaking about COVID, actually, we go into that. COVID craze. Um, and Jacob and I actually, thank God for you being upstairs. I know, thank God I, for you. Oh my god, I'm crazy. Would psychotic? I like have been talking to walls. <laughs> I've been talking to ceilings. <laughs> yeah, like we're there. Like what? <laughs> um, yeah, we've been spending a lot of our time just watching movies together. Parks, getting a lot of champagne, wine, drunk. I mean, we're drinking champagne. We're as drinking we speak. champagne now. Um, it's like four four o'clock. Yeah, if I didn't have you, I would be like honestly, what am I doing? Like, there's just there's no direction right now for both of us. Like, he works in fitness. I work in entertainment and retail, and we're both, uh, our industries right now are both close. Yeah. <laughs> so, I him and I are very like, um, so what do we do? And yeah. So, that's what we've been doing. And then, speaking about slashers, I mean, we were talking about later on, but I mean, we just mentioned anyway. So, slasher films are like everything that we do. My um, personal we love favorite them. is Scream. Oh, Scream is iconic. Oh, uh, everything. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, like, not, I don't want to say, like, feel-good movies, but it's one of those movies that you can just go, because you've seen it so many times, oh, it's so and just watch it. So whenever someone ever tells me they've never seen it, I'm like, what? What do you mean you've never seen Scream? How dare you tell me you've never like, seen Scream? Like, <laughs> what do you mean you've never seen it? Like, we met someone a couple days ago or something. Oh, my and they God. Were like, We've never, I've never seen So, I'm not going to mention a name, but I had a date, which we're going to get into dating as our next topic later on. And it was about, like, so we have, we have one of our dates and we're watching a movie and Jacob comes out. And I was like, I made plans with Jacob, like, we'll hang out with him for a bit and, then, you know, do a little sexy time after. Yeah. And we put on um, Friday the 13th, 6. And mind you, yeah, the Friday their teams are like, eh, like when it comes to acting, but five and six are pretty fucking great. They get better as go on. Like the first one, yes, it's like original, it's iconic, but some of the sequels after are like, ugh, but then like six, you hit six and it's like, wow. Yeah. And the guys are hot on Friday the 13th. I'm just saying like these men are sexy. We love a good 80s Natural tone, lean body. Which I'm totally into. Oh, we know. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love a natural. You love that, like, runner in a cabin. I'm about to yeah, get stabbed. Like, I body. just like <laughs> that nice calves, like, nice little, you know, cute little waist. Cute like, little moment. Yeah, a cute little moment. Um, yeah, so he was like, oh, you're picking a scary movie. I don't, I don't want to watch this. So he, like, tunes out of Jacob and I. I was like, well, the fuck that. Like, you're my date. But I was like, I'm with Jacob and also I want to watch Slusher. Exactly. Um, so we're watching it and then my date is like, oh wow this is actually pretty good like the way, the way it's shot I'm like duh it's a slasher film and it's iconic then we mentioned Scream and he says he never watched Scream and I was like we're never gonna work out no like I'm sorry that's like a no no that's a no like I love slasher yeah. films like if you don't like a slasher film get out I cause you know how I have a, the Scream poster upstairs mm-hmm. in my bedroom I once had a guy come over and he was like why do you have that up and I was like hold the door what do you mean? He's like, that movie's awful. It's stupid. What? You should take that down. No. I was like, you need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and he was really hot, too. But I'm like, no, this isn't going to work out. You know, it's so funny that we're saying that with slasher films and dating. I, wait, I don't want to leave the slasher topic just yet. I'm going to get into the dating part. I just want you to rank your top three favorite slasher top films right three? now. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's hard. Okay, I'm going to do Scream, which is iconic 
Drew Barrymore, that opening scene. So good. Ugh. Um, I'm going to do Halloween, the original. Okay. With Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, I know you're not, I don't think that's your favorite. It's not. One, but for me, I'm such a film buff that I'm a huge fan of like the cinematography, the yeah. score, just the way it was shot. It was just brilliant at the time. Yeah. And then I'm going to do like for my third one. That's hard. like a game show. Okay, we scared the guy I was uh, dating. Yeah, I know. We kept going to him and you go, what is that? And we're like, I'm gonna say Suspiria. I don't know if you've seen Suspiria. It's like, um, of course it came out in the 70s. I know. It's a slasher film. It takes place at like a girls like dance school and it's like the professors are like witches and they're like killing the students there. And it's, again, being a film buff, just the way it's shot with the bright colors, and it's just fun and playful, but it's a slasher film. It's just a great, I think it's kind of a modern adaptation of what slasher films used to be yeah. and what they aren't anymore. Okay. Which is sad. Okay. Yeah. I, I like a that. good, like, gross, like, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original. Great. I, I still like, haven't watched it because every time we go to watch it, you're like, Tony, I don't think you should be eating. And I'm always yeah, eating you probably shouldn't movies. eat when no. you watch it because it will make you vomit. I think my top three are Screams number one. It's one of my first ever movies I saw in a movie theater, mm-hmm. actually. I think I was like six when it came out. Yeah. Um, my second one is I Know What You Do Last Summer. Yes. Because, uh, yeah, the accent's so corny. It's still it's awful. It's Sarah amazing. Michelle Geller is forever Freddie Prince Jr. Ryan Phillippe. First, like, gay crush ever. Mm-hmm. And then my third has to be, actually, you know, I've been watching with you a lot lately, uh, Friday the 13th. And they are good. I really appreciate really, them more and more as I watch them. Like, really, I really like five and six. They I'm set the formula of what a slasher film is. Yeah, they really do. Also, oh, just like Connie, he like jumps out of a lake and like, and he never dies. And, and how he's on the mask yeah. and like, I just really like the story behind it. A shout out though to a modern slasher, which I guess we we may not count as a slasher, but for me it is because a lot of it's like very serious to be killing the purge. Oh, the purge. Like, is there anyone ever uh, like so about how the purge being a slasher? Because I feel like it is a slasher. Purge is a slasher. I would say it's a slasher. Yeah, if you think about or it, even what the strangers classic... too, where they get stalked by yes. the neighbors, where, like like people out in the woods. Think about a classic slasher, right? It always involves obviously a knife or mm-hmm. machete or something killing, and it's hunting your prey, and it's a lot of pop ups and blood shearing and just a vendetta. We're not yeah. even a vendetta; it's just fucking killing. Mm-hmm. And the purge is that. Like the purge is set up as like obviously it's a systematic thing for twenty four hours in in the community. And, I mean, yeah, there's, like, some gun violence and other ways of killing, but a lot of the purge is knife violence, and it's a lot of slasher. It gives me slasher eyes with, like, the bloodiness and the, and the creeping pop-up. Like, yeah. you jump in the theater at the purge for the pop-ups. It's very modern. It's very scream. It's like, modern, I always got scared yeah. when Ghostface jumped. Mm-hmm. You never... You never know when he's going to come out. Scream has some of the... The reason why Scream's my favorite slasher film is because it has the best jumps. Halloween, you could sense the, the jump you know because when you hear the heavy breathing. You know when he's coming because the music. You know he's coming. And Friday the 13th, you hear the... Ch- ch- like you and know even Chucky, like die. Chucky, you know the little doll's gonna come next to you. And Freddy Krueger's when they're sleeping. Mm-hmm. They'll pop up still, but it's like you know the sequence. Scream sometimes will be like, or even like Gale, like not even Scream jumps in like in the van or whatever, or like when the people get killed in the van. It's like those pop ups during the day. You're yeah. not even expecting it. Purge gives me that. Purge, the first and second one that came out, I was like shook, just like jumping nonstop. I was like, oh my god. I think that's what makes a great movie. I will even say, like, The the Strangers is like that. Strangers are like that, too. And that's based on It's based off of, like, the Manson murders um, a little bit. And, like, based off of this one story of, like, this family camping in the woods. And, like, 
they all get killed. It's awful. I mean, and the strangers yeah, is awful. That so it's like these three people just stalk in their prey. Yeah. And then there's a lot of jump scares, and of course, you know, the main action doesn't really happen until the end. But I think I like that. I like that whole like anxiety kind of build. I think that's the goal of a slasher film. You need to have good. Yeah, I want to like, be like sort of like panicking while anxious, like being watching. anxious. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I would love to talk more about series, but I really want to do a Halloween podcast with you. But, okay, I'll ask you two questions. Okay. What is your all-time favorite movie, and then what is your favorite scary movie? My all-time favorite movie? My gosh, this is hard. You're asking really hard questions here. all-time favorite movie? You're going to laugh at me, but you can't. I feel is, like you know the answer. I know. I feel like you already know the answer. I'm going to say Jaws. I knew it. Ew. And I'm going to say, I know. People are like, ugh, Jaws, whatever. But just seeing that as a kid and just, just appreciating it so much, I think that's why I love it so much. Just the music and the fact that you don't see the shark right away and the suspense. Yeah, it is a suspenseful movie. It is kind of. And it's honestly, like, they've made so many shark movies at this time, but nothing beats Jaws. Yeah. I'm sorry, but like Jaws, it's. Yeah. I feel like it's one of the you can't. No one can do a shark film as good as Steven Spielberg did with Jaws. I, I agree. Mean, even Jaws Two is good, like the second one. But I mean, Jaws is kind of yeah. It's these three hetero males on a boat, you know. But Jaws is a classic. Jaws is a classic. But you now, so for it. scary movie, like I know we said slasher, scream. Is mm-hmm. that would that be technically your favorite scary? Like I do love or? slashers. I am a pretty big. I know slasher films. People are like he's psychotic. Uh, so would scream be your favorite horror movie, or is there something else that's non slasher that would be your favorite horror movie? I want to say scream is, but I can also appreciate some of like the classics before it too. I do feel like A Nightmare on Elm Street and, like, Halloween and, like, Psycho, just like the previous horror films where they didn't have to use so much blood. They could just rely on, like, the scares. Yeah. Yeah. So, for me, I think my favorite movie of all time is Moulin Rouge. Okay. Yes. It held such a big spot on my my, um, heart. Nicole Kidman. Um, oh. I really do love Rocky Horror Picture Show, yes. though. So, like, those are tied at number one. I guess it's Rocky hard. could be two, but, like, oh, Both musicals, of course. And then my favorite horror movie is... I'm, I love It. It? I mean, as much as I love Scream, that's my favorite slasher horror. Yeah. I actually like the new It's. Like, It 1, Chapter 1, the, the remake was phenomenal. Oh, my God. Like but even the act, the acting The children great. actors the children are children, amazing. Yeah. That pop-up with the projector scene when they're flipping the book and then oh. he becomes the mom and jumps out. Literally, that I remember... I, I was actually with your roommate at the movie theater with mm-hmm. her and I, I dropped my popcorn. Yeah. Like, I jumped. And I haven't got, I haven't got scared at a horror movie like that in a mm-hmm. fucking while. It's, yeah. So uh, I give kudos to, like, how, how they did that. I mm-hmm. was, like, very shook. What's that one movie that came out? Oh my gosh, it was the same director who did Midsummer. Hereditary. Oh, that's a good one too. Hereditary. Yes. Wait, Hereditary, yeah. Hereditary, yes. That one was. I get chills thinking about it. So that I like that one films. because that one touches the seven stages of hell, which yeah. he's actually spoken about. Mm-hmm. And how he's going through all these like prince darknesses to get there, and that he was a sacrifice. Yeah. Um, I really. I have chills thinking I about like it. I like that kind of stuff. So I, I no, either, me too. So my horror is very specific. I either like slasher 
or I like a psychological mind fuck. Like the, what is it, The Conjuring? Is that, am I saying that right? So my brother loves that one, I don't like that one. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be either hereditary kind of vibe, mm-hmm. or it has to be like a slasher or it. Like I like clown shit too. I put clown in their own category, because a lot of people are afraid of clowns. Have you watched The Terrifier? I've seen the thing on, I think Netflix or was I think it Netflix, Shutter? and I think yeah. they're making a second one. Really just effed up. Like, such a weird Isn't it like a clown it's like a clown. that like goes killing? Yeah, and he kills people. It's like, it's very weird. But it's, yeah, yeah it's disturbing. Yeah, I, we're gonna get more into, uh, we're gonna have a future podcast that I went in like October, and we're gonna get more into actually. I'm excited for our Halloween costume. Like yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, we, we're not telling you guys that. But actually, actually, a hint: our Halloween costume together is sort of what we talk about slasher wise. That's yeah. what we're saying. I know. But um, well, last year at your Halloween at your birthday party, it was what was your theme? It was like movies. It was nineties. It was right. Was yeah. It, it wasn't. It? I yeah. thought it was movies it was or whatever. And I came down dressed up, and no one else was dressed up. I came as like a Friday the Thirteenth camp counselor. Yeah, like, it was like late eighties, nineties. Yeah, my thing. Yeah, and I dressed up as a scary spice. Uh huh. Oh no, wait. You're right. It was movies. It was movie characters. I'm thinking about my birthday the year before. Year the year before, because no one dressed up for that either. No. Yeah, the year before was my nineties, and I, I just I, I did scary spice, and then this past year it was movies. I did Moulin Rouge, and you did a camp counselor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, our favorites. We did Slasher and Moulin Rouge. Yeah. Nicole Kidman. Nicole I was Kidman. in this beautiful, like, diamond choker, see-through shirt, diamond bracelet hair, done, makeup, no. red pants, and, like... I come down, like, looking like Katie Heron, you know, when she goes to that Halloween party. Big flood over. And someone was like, <gasps> someone was like, why are you dressed so scary? Someone said that to me, and I was like, it's a Halloween. Well, my roommate's girlfriend was a bunny from House Bunny, remember? Yeah, oh, no, she was it. legally blonde She was bunny. legally blonde. Yes. Woods. Harvard's on hard. <laughs> Would be us right. going to Harvard. Literally. So we have some more things coming up after the break. We're talking about like our some uh, dating stories. Yes. And apps and a little bit of traveling and that's it. So stay tuned. Bye. And we will be back to more things after this break. Don't forget to check out my new book. Falling Angel, Rise in Phoenix, available at Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, Target, and Kindle. I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> bitch. Bitch gets slick. I'm a kind of bitch. I'm a bad bitch. Suck some uh, and that get. I'm a. Eh. Alright, that was a little Nicki Minaj intro. <laughs> hey bitches. <laughs> hey bitch. <laughs> yeah, so we went into our next topic, and it's actually our favorite topic to talk about all the time. Uh, dating and dating apps. Ugh, okay, let's so just dig into we, it. We are going to have a new name rule, right? So no, no names. names at all. Just experiences? Experiences. Who wants to go first? Why don't you go first? Why do I go first? You have to go mm-hmm. I don't even know how to like oh, even I go into it. I don't know how to go into it. Dating topics are just... Awful. I know. If, okay, so I'm going to go into it where, for example, the past two weeks I've been on an app and I've been going on dates here and there and honestly, some of them have not been working out. And, you know, it's fine. You're a lot to not it's like a moment. everyone. It's a moment. It's a moment. It's a cute moment. Yes. But these cute moments happen to be several moments with other guys and then it becomes the thing where you just get so fucking tired. 
I'm so tired of going You just get dates. exhausted because it's the same conversation over and over again. It's like, oh, oh like, my God. what were you doing during the, you know, quarantine or what do you do for work? Like, what, it's just, it's the same. It's like a script. It's it really is a script. It's the yes. same script. Like, I've gone on dates too and it's like the same script over and over again and I'm just there sitting, I get a glass of like Chardonnay and I'm like well, <laughs> sipping so on my wine. Well, I, I think on one of my podcast episodes like a week or two weeks ago at this point, um, we talk about dating apps and how like I'm, I can't say there are no for everyone because I have friends that have successful relationships. Yeah, no, same. But for me, no, and actually prime example. So I downloaded Grindr when I went to P-Town. Yeah. And I met up with this guy and he was all for me. I go, I leave this like little friend hangout mm-hmm. to go down the hill and he's like oh man I can't wait to see you let's go stargazing like nothing even sexual right I, I didn't even have grinders downloaded yeah. for the trip and also it's COVID right I'm not trying to be a super hoe because you have to be careful because you, you, can't, be careful. you can't trust everyone I'm, saying, I'm like if I'm, I'm on grinder, is only to find out what are cute things to do on the trip right yeah. um, so I was like but I don't mind going stargazing with someone like let's walk around cool Yeah. so I get there and oh my god Jacob he literally was like um actually maybe you should go back to your friends and like just do that and I'm like what do you mean he goes well I, I don't want to like block you from anything and I'm like I'm not here to hook up like I'm not hooking up by my friends either like I'm here to like go stargazing because I think that's better than just like drinking all night and I literally turn around because my other friend is with me that I'm staying with and this guy starts running screaming yeah. I can't believe I'm doing this and like runs up the hill <laughs> oh my gosh yeah you told me that story and that's I was insane. like insane but Jacob I was like what the fuck so like I obviously you can't use one experience for a traumatic situation yeah but when you had that experience with that guy to like other moments with hinge and like other dating apps where like dates fail or there's always one person that likes the other I'm noticing because chemistry is different like if I'm out at a bar pre-covid and we're vibing and we're making eye contact I know that in that moment you either want to fuck me or get to know me yeah, exactly. and whichever the route goes the it is chemistry and it's organic so it makes it hotter and more passionate I think organic relationships are always better organic I've had so many great better. organic relationships and organic sex is better it is I've had so many like from work I've told you countless of times how I've met these guys when I'm at work and I just meet these men and I go on dates with them and they're just it's the best dates that I've ever exactly. been on the, the best conversations and almost the best sex than I want to say than like a grinder hookup or and I don't do grinder that much you know well it's a little toxic culture to be honest it is uh, it's a little much for me because it's like how can I trust that this is actual the person you know what I mean you see so many copycat people where like they screenshot someone's picture on Instagram and oh it was, even, it was even in P-Town yeah. so I saw two profiles actually one uh, of a photo of a guy I went to college with uh-huh. and I messaged him and I was like oh hey what's up long time no see Catfish blocked her away. Yeah. I was like, you're not my roommate from college. I was like, grinder. Yeah. I it's was like, cute for a moment. It's cute for a moment. But then. Don't get me wrong. Some people want to use it like how I did to find friends in a different yeah. city. I went to Pete Town during COVID, right? Everything's like shut down. Uh-huh. You could like do like six feet distance yeah. drinks. So I was just finding like things to do outside of that. Like literally, like I said, stargazing or even like, where's the good beach? Like I didn't know anything about the town. Like where do I go? So you just want to ask. Yeah. Ask I was like, are all gay bars in this section? That. Like where's good to get food? And. I understand you're using it that way, but then some people also could get sucked into the whole, like, toxic hookup hole. I know when I'm on it pre-COVID, I, I could go from, like, using it just to network when I travel to, like, 
being a hoe. Do you think it's changed? Do you think like the, the guidelines to Grinder has changed I since the pandemic has changed. happened? Before it's still sexual. It's still yeah. Don't get me wrong, like okay. it's still sexual, but. There are people that are hesitant on it. Yeah, I, I can't generalize everyone. Right? Do you think like, a lot of people are just on it right now to like hook up? They like they're like, oh fuck the pandemic, let's just yeah, hook up so or it's, what? It's either or. Like they're on it to either just hook up or they're on it to just like kill time because like like us, a like, lot of them, do you? a lot of gays work in our industry. A lot yeah. of retail, fitness, a lot of fitness people, a lot, a lot of people of are artists. Unemployed. You know, actors. They worked on yeah. Broadway. And their tours or whatever. I are think Grinder is sort of an app to just kill the time and chat. Yeah. Also, some guys, even pre-COVID, always just wanted a dick pic. Like if you think about it, uh-huh. a lot of these guys, especially catfishers, yeah, they'll message you and get your nudes. They'll probably jerk off to it, and then they'll delete you or delete their app. Yeah. So I Grinder still Grinder in that aspect, but I do see a lot of more like let's chat and then meet up in the future when COVID's over mm-hmm. kind of conversation. Yeah. Um, do you think like hookups were still very like? big during like quarantine do you think it was like still a big do you think a lot of like yeah gays were this still goes doing into where our twitter gay conversation yeah. was as much as people were like i'm being a good boy nah bitch the reality is you're also getting your dick wet. you think a lot of it is still going on like in like fire island or provincetown oh far island, for 100%. sure yeah i would say so in p-town too but to be honest like my experience or last weekend there massachusetts has their shit together like P-Town was ve- like if you were not on commercial street if you were on a commercial street with a mask off like there would be police officers telling you to get off the street yeah. you would get like, like it a was ticket or a very fine. very strict yeah. therefore I didn't see as much of that sex game and also the restaurants are more you sit down and there's no like apartment hopping because I saw everyone staying away like P-Town used to ride a bike well, to some like places well I feel like P-Town is very like it's kind of Whenever I think of, like, Massachusetts, I think of, like, Cape Cod or whatever area. So I think of, like, these very, like, bougie kind no, of, like, beach that's what it is. Like, beach town is Cape Cod. You know? Yeah. So that's what it is. It's very, like, I had friends that I known for a while stay in, in Pedal that I was hanging out with uh-huh. all weekend. But there, there's hotels 20 minutes away. Yeah. Like a walk. Yeah. So, like, even the beach, you have to do a 20-minute bike ride and then walk. Yeah. See, that's so it's fun. like but yeah, fine. but it also keeps you safe, right? Yeah. I, there's a lot of space where like people are not on you, God forbid they have COVID without knowing. It's like, I felt very uh, safe. And also even walking to the beach, we wore masks. You felt at They ease. did not take off the mask, so they laid down their blanket at the beach and they were their own space. Which is... And that was amazing. It's it was what like, it should be, you know? I agree. Because we are in a pandemic. Even when so. I was walking with my friend through like the marsh thing to get to the beach, him and I had our mask on yeah. and like... That, but that's even bike riding. Every, people were bike riding, people yeah, were running. People take it very seriously. Yes. Which I feel like here in New York, we take it seriously, but then we do have some people who aren't. Well, to be honest, that's why I'm grinding. You know. I didn't see as much. Um, I mean, everyone's situation could be different. It could be like how they're asking, but the guys that I talked to on it in P Town, it really wasn't really sexual encounters. It was more so like, uh, what's a good restaurant tonight? Or like, yeah. you know, like, is there anything during the day I can do while mm-hmm. there's COVID, you know? Yeah. Happening where things are like limited, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, Fire Island's a different story. Fire Island is Fire Island. You Fire Island's always going to be Fire Island. There. It's, yeah. it's going to be a Hoochie Mama's Island. I love it. I love that word. But Hoochie. yeah, so I deleted Grindr after that situation happened. I was with my friend and he deleted his too. And we were like, why are we on this? It's like, A, it's a pandemic. We shouldn't even be like, I mean, yeah, we're not trying to get dick. We're literally trying to make plans. But at the same time, it's like, we don't also want to be wasted and we're human. If you're drunk and fucked up in a new land at four in the morning, there could be a possibility on that that you're hooking up with something. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? like, we are human. We are human. Everyone is horny. We're all, yeah. So I I sort of just deleted it because I didn't want to put myself in any situation. I didn't want to put myself in a, in a sexual situation because mm-hmm. it's COVID. Yeah. And I also didn't want to put myself in um, 
Also, just a weird situation. Like, I don't, I have, I already, I was going there already with friends. Mm-hmm. I trust them because they didn't have COVID also. We did everything. We had fun. I was like, I don't need to be in this situation, you know? And every time no, I am, I something always happens traumatic, man. And then, like, you know, we talk about the guy at the slasher film, right? After that date with him, when I was like, oh, I can't talk to you because you don't like yeah. movies, things just fell out. Like, I get a call a week later being like, I know how you... I was with you. He was like, I know how you're going to break my heart. Um, so I'm just going to end this. And I'm over here like, honey, you've known me for like 21 days. Not even. What do you 14. mean? I was like, how do you know how I'm going to break your heart? Like, why are you rushing Also, it's two weeks. Two weeks of dinner True. dates. Two weeks. True. Like, papi, take it easy. Like, stop. Um, but yeah, and then even pre-COVID, it's worse to be honest, because at least like during this time with dating apps, like... You know, people are hesitant, so it's just more dinners, six feet apart. It's it's a it's a slower pace, which is sort of I need. Cause like we all know, my history is that I sometimes rush into things because I'm a lover. If I feel something passionate with someone, I'm all about it. You're all into it. But I took a lot of this COVID time as self reflection, go with the flow. If the universe has my back, it has my back, which it does, thank God. And just going with this energy. So for me, it's like before COVID, it was a monster. Like I would be on Tinder and Hinge all the time, getting five dates a week with five yeah. different guys and no one had to worry about COVID because COVID wasn't a thing yet. So like, things are getting heavy. It's like, you're making out on the first date or you're doing this or you're fucking after the date. And like, mm-hmm. and, and then it becomes like within one week, you're like, oh my God, I just went on a date with four guys. One of them I fucked, two of them I kissed, one of them like, I don't even know. We like each like, other. what do we do? Which one do I choose? Oh, yeah. and, then you know? like, and then I got the reputation, flavor of the week, flavor of the month, because it's like, out of those four guys, one would ghost me. The other one had no chemistry. The other one became a fuck buddy for a week and then they would ghost me or vice versa. And then it's like the second week, a new batch of guys. Yeah. So this kind of like dating experience is different during COVID because it is like people are taking their health seriously, which is nice. And also people are, I guess, taking their time because nothing's guaranteed right now. Like, no, I don't have a job. Because so many people are like, a lot of people are moving too. A lot of people are making a huge whole transition. You know, because of this. So but it's, it's like Dayton's like kind of, Dayton's hard right now. We don't know what's going on tomorrow, right? No, we don't. So a lot of people also don't want to get cuffed because it's like, you don't know if you're moving back home. You don't know yeah. if you're moving to a new city. You don't know where you're going to be at work. It's like, and like you and I talked about this earlier before the podcast where like, honestly, I don't want to sound cheap, but like money is a thing too. Like I'm trying to save to move to LA. Money's tight right now for a lot of people. I really think that if I... I'm spending 50 to 60 hours every date with a guy, it fucks up my budget, to be honest. I'd rather, I'm the sucker where I would rather do home-cooked meals as a date or a beach or a walk on the beach. Yeah. Or like, or even, even like just, a park date. Like get yes. a coffee. I would say just wine. Or get a bottle of wine and sit and yeah. just. Get to know a guy, get sit to on know a blanket. Those are the best dates. A $30 bottle of wine and like, Keep it affordable, keep it fun, and then also if the vibes get weird and you're not feeling it, at least you're not stuck at dinner. You could just like leave the park. You can just leave and be like, thank you. Yeah. I know, that's my way. So, I mean, I may delete Hinge in like a few days because like I'm already overwhelmed because like listeners, I'm being very honest with this podcast. I usually keep it very PG. Well, except for my cursing, so I always curse. But I've been very like, um, you know, going on dates, like trying to figure out like if I want someone or not. And I'm the kind of person where after it's like two fails or two guys that I go through, I'm just over it. And I also been very respectful. A lot of them have not been sexual. Like a lot has not even been kisses on the first date. It's been like just going to dinner and getting yeah. to know each other. And then I just vibe it after that. And after that vibe though, I'm like sort of like off. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe because I'm not 
I'm ready to settle yet? I don't know what it is, to be honest. Or because it's also because it's fucking COVID. I could be, I'm, I may be in California in like 90 days. Like, I don't know what's going on. You don't like, know. But yeah, that's my side of my You just want to be, uh, yeah. I want to spill into your side. So we're not going to mention names, but can you talk about <sighs> the guy that said he was somewhere but wasn't? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy that I met from work. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the, I met this guy from work. Super cute. He's a runner. I'm a runner, too. I love my... I, I love guys who run. I don't know what it is. It's the body. It's everything. There's something about, like, a runner. I can't... It's so charismatic and lifestyle, so sexy. Lifestyle. Body. I'm just into Wait, it. Wait, so you did meet him organically. I did. I did meet oh him organically. Oh, my God. I was, like, thinking that that was a No, we meet. met organically. And I've always kind of known who he was just because from the run-in community. But the run-in community is very small. There's only a few select of us that are gay. So it's like when you meet that gay runner, it's like you want to cuff them. You want to take them. You want to You're just... mine, bitch. Yeah. And, you know, we, like, started to, like you know, talk more and more. Like we dated, a, we went on a couple of dates before mm-hmm. COVID. It was very cute. And then it kind of just it was, ended. It was very cute. It just ended. He was very perfect. He was, he was so perfect. And I'm still so sad about it. And it just ended. Very attractive, then, very sweet. Yes, yes. gorgeous. Um, Smart, we like it. And then during COVID, he like was asking me how I was, like seeing how I was doing. And I was like, oh, I'm good. Like just very like casual, just sweet. It's nice to know when a guy is asking those questions to you, not just, I like, agree. wanting I to agree. get into your pants. Don't get me wrong. We love to get into the pants. We love, like, yes, we I love playing very sex. sexual. I yeah. love sexuality. We I love, love it. it. But it's yes. nice to have a guy who's just so caring and wants to know how you are. And I love that for me. And, you know, we started talking more and more. And he was like, hey, do you want to start meeting up and stuff? So I would meet him at the park. We would like go and run. We would sit and just. Oh, it was just, so happy. It was such cute little moments. Like yeah. he would like, you know, we would he would kind of he would stretch me out. I know it's like sex. That was <laughs> like, your I would go. Yeah, he would just like wear his like tight and like and I'm like oh can you stretch me here and it was just very like cute little moments. He was telling me about work because he's been working all during COVID and he was telling me like don't worry you'll get a job after this. It was nice and. You know, it was just very casual, and I enjoyed that. So we would go over. I would go over to his places, and he he fingered me. That's it. He just fingered me, and I've you know, okay, fingered, okay, whatever. Taking it slow. Taking okay. it slow. Taking it slow yeah. Okay, fine. It was great. You know, it was a finger. I it was a finger gate. You know, he put his finger up my ass. Great. <laughs> it Clearly was amazing. You're not over it. I'm not over it. <laughs> But then slowly, it just, he started to not, it was great at first, and then slowly he started not being honest with me. He's someone who yes, travels a lot yes. for work. He's, he lives in, his family's in Colorado, so we would be like, oh, like, I'm not here, I'm going to go back home. And then I would look in a story, and I'm like, you put your location in your upstate New York. Or you would be like, oh, I'm in San Fran. And I'm like, well, which one is it? He wasn't being honest where he was at. And, and now he, how do we get into that call-out part? He would be someone who would be like, oh, I'm not traveling right now, but it's in the middle of a pandemic. And he's someone, like I said before, he's not being honest. Like, he calls it out, but then he's going about doing it. And it's like, which one is it? So it just kind of fell to a point where I'm like, you're not being honest with me. And then he would post pictures of guys in his story. 
And he would be like, oh no, that's just a friend of mine. And me being me, I become kind of like an FBI on Instagram. I'm really good at this. Like I will like find information about someone. Like I'll go on Facebook, whatever. I know. And this used to be his ex-boyfriend. So I'm like, are you with your ex-boyfriend or what? So it just came down to the point where I'm like, you know what? I don't know if I can do this anymore. You're not being honest with me. You're not telling me. You're low. It's, it's, I know we're not in a relationship, but just be honest. Are you in color? Like, are you seeing this guy? Like, where are you going? Like, why are you traveling all over? So then what, what happened again? I remember you called it out, but then you had him over after. I did. I had, okay. him, I had him over because it was just one of those moments where it's like you drink and you're drunk and you just want someone to come over and just like be like, can you come over? But he admitted to lying prior. Yes. So what happened when you cut him out with the lion? That's that's what he was like. Oh no 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 no! He's like, no, I'm not lying. That's not my ex. He was just like, no, that's just a friend. And, and then like, how about the location? So what the did locations? Say about that? He was just like, well, yeah, like I'm in Colorado. That's where I'm from. So what's the issue? Well, why are you telling me that you're upstate New York with a bunch of friends, but you're back home in that's Colorado? That's so fishy. It's yeah. weird to me. Okay, so after all that, you invited him over. I invited him over. He cuddles. It was great. Like there was no sex. He just. I wanted to be. I love that. It's passionate. I wanted to be held. I just wanted to sit and talk. And he's a great listener. He's a great. Like he's just very comforting. And I just told him like I need you to be honest with me. I need you to tell me what's going on. And again, he wasn't honest with me. He was like, No, I'm not. I'm not date. I'm not. I'm not. No, this is just like this is just a friend of mine. He's not an ex. So I'm like, so this isn't your ex. He's like, no, this isn't my ex. And I'm like, then what is it, Evan? Like, you can't have pictures of yourself on Facebook and be like, this is my boyfriend from like four years ago. Unless they're friends, but with his history truck, we don't know. We but, don't know. So what happened after the cuddle? Has he talked to you since then? No, <gasps> we haven't spoken since. And he's like, in, like a few weeks now, it's right? been a few weeks now. And I think I just spelt his name too, which is terrible. But oh my God, did I, we just say his name? I know I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think he'll listen to this anyways, but whatever. I don't care. <laughs> but it's just, I need, I need guys to be honest. And I always get, <laughs> I always get in these relationships or with these people that aren't honest with me. Like it just, it always happens. My ex-boyfriend, he was not honest with me. He was cheated on me. It was similar with your ex-boyfriend. Yes. I had, he was cheated on with several guys. I one day opened up his computer. So you know how the text messages, op- you know, Oh, that's chain. the worst. So I found oh these texts, these, you know, texts from these guys with dick pics with like, when am I going to see you? When am I going to fuck you next? And I was like, what the, what is this? Two years down the drain. Ugh. So my history, yeah. It's oh, hard. Shit, that's rough. Yeah. yeah. Um, I get it, girl. Though my it's hard to my trust. last, so I had. It's I, hard. No, I agree. My, I, my last relationship, my last really big relationship, was two years ago. Was I that would right? Say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get it though. I think you and I this way will bond us even more as friends, as we have very similar dating experiences. Obviously, mine's a little bit more than yours. Cause I do put myself out there a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I'll have flings monthly. So my last good fling was two summers ago. I'm not going to say his name, but we spent Fire Island with him. Yes, Great I time. remember. So sweet, right? And I loved him. Yeah, he is. He, he holds a special place in my heart because he's just so... He's just such a... He texted me the other day and so he goes, Hey, Tony, I hope you're he's doing a rare. so well. He's and I'm like, very I rare. honestly love you. I was like, we're friends now and there's no more sexual chemistry between us or anything like that. But I, I want to let you know that I really love you and I love 
the person you are. He was very comforting to both of us, like, a, by your island. He's a beautiful soul and yeah. a beautiful, and he's hot too. He's just, very He's beautiful hot. everywhere, and he's intelligent. You meet these beautiful guys, and they're just not, they don't ever add up. It's just so I know. frustrating. But that was organic, though, so it was It great. was organic. It was so passionate. I Even know. our sex was so fucking amazing. Oh, I'm um, so jealous. But my ex-ex, like, someone that was, like, you know, playing to be my boyfriend forever was the guy that cheated on me, like you said, and that was so bad. He was super abusive. Um, I was hit a few times, cheated on, sped on. And anyone that's listening to this that goes through abuse, I just want to say it is not okay. Um, I believe that people have a savior complex and that's why I was sticking around thinking that he was super depressed and that he needed me to save him. But that does not mean you're allowed to be fucking abuse yourself. And that means they have to be man, woman, or they enough to work on themselves and figure their shit out. Because for you to go through that line of abuse is not good for yourself. Um, and I'm really happy I'm out of that relationship and all that. I have no, I let go of that trauma now. Um, I've healed from it. But I agree. I mean, that was the last one I had too. Is like I bumped into all these messages as well. I found these sex messages. And then these stories lined up. And then I had people telling me. And, and then, that's the worst. Because it's yeah. like you're... You're, like the whole time that we were together it was basically one big lie it was just you know it wasn't did it mean anything or what was it and I feel like that's my problem I'll meet like these great guys like this one guy was sort of, I was sort of talking to he went to like school with me and it was nice to kind of catch up and all of a sudden he's telling me this and that and now he's off somewhere and it's like I feel like I don't even know you because you were telling me this and now you're like, oh, you're going to do that. And it's, it's hard. It's literally. You meet these great guys and then it's not. It's literally Katy Perry's small talk. No, it is. And it's yeah. frustrating. But I will say going into these guys stories, um, this is why I loved when we went to Denver together in mm -hmm. March, pre-COVID before I died. Because <laughs> I got it and it was not okay Denver was a shit show but so much fun Denver what I liked about it is like you and I were not on apps I remember being drunk and making us both download Grindr and I was like let's see like what cute and you're like and we Tony had, we both had made yeah, we made out like, with a bunch of guys you really were like Tony delete it and I was yeah. like I was like you're right Jacob I was like why am I even having it because like honestly guys these, this trip was so amazing with Jacob and I because we had no game plan so I had my best friend's cousins out there that showed us around a little and took us to some gay bars but like that was the only plan we had like we were there for four nights Literally, him and I just went with the flow, man. It was so fucking dope. Like, Jacob and I would go food shopping one night, and then, like, the next day we would get brunch, get day drunk, go to the park, and then go out. Or, like, if we didn't want to get day drunk, we would just, like, walk around soberly and then get, like, good Mexican food and then go out. And, like, it was just in that moment of we literally let the universe guide us. And, yeah. and that, that this correlates with what you're saying about hookups and apps. Like, when sometimes you don't expect it, you will have the best fucking time and also meet the best fucking guys. And th it's truthful if you're a believer. I mean, if you're not a big believer this bigger energy or higher being or witchery, then apps are for you or like non-organics for you. I get it. But let me tell you, like even with P-Town, P-Town was exactly like Denver. My friend and I went with no plans. We met with a mutual best friend that ended up like showing us all the beautiful things of P-Town from the beach to restaurants. And I was like, I honestly am so thankful because like, I had a beautiful four nights there. Sorry, three nights, four days of non-stress and just chillness and no fuckboy shit. And I was like, that is so key. It's so key. And I think you have the same lesson shakeup that I have when it comes to like guys and trips and, and just trusting your gut and, and knowing that the universe is gonna let you go into a really good experience, you know? Yeah.
I'm like all about that. I think it's the like the universe plays out. I think it all has like an end goal for us, and I think we're our end goal will will meet that person whenever it will happen, organically or what. I do believe organic is better. I do. Believe I've it. had or better organic like hookups or anything. I'm gonna do the same thing. I understand like, what we're saying may be controversial, so I'm sorry if any listeners want to like come at us for whatever we're saying, but we are entitled to our opinion, mm-hmm. as is anyone else. Yes, is, um, whether you're up or not. Um, like I said, this is just what Jacob and my take is. I have friends that are dating their boyfriends, and I've had friends that are getting married from Hinge and Bumble. I'm not shitting on apps. Like I literally yeah. have a friend that's getting married next year off of an app. Yeah, like. And that's amazing. I've and for some people, it that. really does work. But I'm talking about me that goes based on a higher consciousness of meeting people, even friends. Like, friends that I make, are, are, it's a spiritual connection for me. So, uh, someone with that m- m- uh, methodology and ideology mm-hmm. of life, um, that's how I work. Yeah. No, it's true. I remember back when you did, you did, like, this chapel chappy pool party in December. And after we went to, what bar was it? Like, Rise? Rise, yes. And I remember meeting this guy, and I felt such a connection with him. And it's funny, I still have his number in my phone. And I always sometimes want to text him, but I don't want to be, like, creepy about it. But it's like, I just felt such a connection with him that it it was just... It's I can't even describe it. It's like, he felt like he already knew who I was, and I knew who... He was. Well, that was like the new guy I met in P-Town that yeah. is through my major friend. So my other best friend that I was with, he goes, have you known him for a really long time? And I go, no, what do you mean? He's like, well, it seems like you guys have been friends for years. I'm like, because we're spiritually connected. It's, it's just, just a vibe that you, can't, you can't talk. And it's, just, it's very emotional, too. There's some, I mean, if you think about friendship, right? There's like friends that you, you look back and you're like, I can't believe we're best friends. Yeah. I mean, look at us. Like, in the beginning of this podcast, we talk about how, like, you thought I was this basic gay and, like, wouldn't want to talk to me. And then here we are now, four years later, being besties and can't live without each other. You know what I mean? It's like, who, they're, the universe is meant, you're meant to be in a situation when you are and meant to meet someone when you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's so beautifully said, and that's how life works, to be yeah, honest. That's how- and this is the key to life is let that shit go and go with the flow. only have slept with one person in their entire life, and that's how it works. And that's like, fine for that. And that's fine and for I that. I love that. Everyone's because, yes. different, you know. I think there is a problem where I feel like we're, like, maybe this is a different, top, like, subject, whatever, where people are, like, in gay culture, it's like you need to hook up with so many people. And some people, maybe they just need to hook up with one person it's, or whatever. Well, that everyone's is so corrupted. So, that's just a validation Everyone's seeking. so different. It, everyone's different. Yeah. It's, it shouldn't be a validation. If, if sex is just your number count, yeah. It's validation. It's validation. That's exactly. It is. Like, sex should be more than just a number count. At least, like, let it be an orgasm. Like, mm-hmm. let it not just be a number. Like, yeah. get off from it. You know what I mean? Like, but I love this. I, I love our conversation I, I want to ask oh actually before I ask you we're gonna get into a game time really quick so okay. I was telling you this before oh god get ready bitch Here's I'm getting game ready time. it's game time at Nana Tings we play a game called who would you want to be for 24 hours it's three rounds of questions I give you two choices and I pick them randomly based on the vibe and in the moment so let's have some fun All right, so okay. it is three rounds of who or what would you rather be for 24 hours. Are you ready? 
By the way, nothing's premeditated. I just randomly come up with this. Okay. So, would you rather be Whitney Houston or Mariah Carey for 24 hours? Um, Mariah Carey. I knew that answer. Great. Number two, would you rather be Erica Jane or Teresa from The Housewives for 24 hours? Erica Jane. Duh, that's our bitch. I know. Number three. Ooh, uh, I want to give you something really. Can I just say Erica Jane was phenomenal in Chicago? In Chicago. Oh man, fucking amazing. Chills. And we met her too, like briefly. It was like a briefly. It was a brief moment, but it was she was. Uh. Would you rather be Sasha Banks or Charlotte for twenty four hours? You're gonna hate this answer. I'm gonna say Charlotte. Why? <laughs> I just like Charlotte. I like her. It's the whole like she's Irish, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's like the thin Baylor, you know me and my. Oh family. wait, no, you're thinking about Becky Lynn. Oh, am I thinking about Becky <laughs> Lynn? <laughs> okay, I'll take it back. Sasha. Yes. Sasha. Uh, Charlotte's the blonde one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yes, four yes. Horsewomen. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, okay, oof, I got a heart attack. You're allowed okay. to say Becky, that's fine, because Becky's <laughs> the man. She's awesome. I love Becky. Um, yeah. So, quick side note, actually, from Game Time. Um, I so Jacob obviously my best friend has watched several pay-per-view shows with me which will, he will be watching SummerSlam this weekend um, well I'm going to Fire Island on Sunday so we'll, we'll watch it during the weekdays and um, yeah so I got into wrestling and then we follow each other on Twitter and like him and I don't follow a lot of people so like we're in each other's timeline a lot with the news feed so if you look at my timeline it's Sasha Banks the timeline is that what people yes, say TL yes the timeline yes <laughs> just spell I hate these abbreviations yeah so we're making her a wrestling fan yes and we stand that and we love it Finn Baylor you guys should all follow his oh, body so and a great wrestler when he like so rubs talented. his oil those like gifts. how about Angel Garza he oh. has this fat ass and I'm just like all these men I just wanna so good um, okay, cool. So I just have one last question for you. So Jacob James, as the artist that you are, do you have any final words, thoughts, or anything to leave the listeners to? I think any final words, I would say stay true to who you are and fucking own it. Don't be a hypocrite. Own it. I think that's the best way to do it. Be right. honest. Do you own it? I think own it. Don't say one thing and then do something else. Stay true. To, don't practice what you preach. Is that what I want to say? Or whatever. I don't even know. No, it's practice what you practice preach. Practice what you preach. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a little bit tipsy. I would practice what hard. you preach. I and do own agree. it. Don't be a hypocrite. Own it. Don't be a hypocrite. I don't like liars. And I, I hate it. Practice what you preach and fucking own it. Yes. I love that. Well, thank you for being on this podcast. You're welcome. I'm really excited for us to listen. I love I it. Really no, me too. Such good <laughs> shit. All right. Bye. Bye. Talk to you later on Nana Tings.